Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For listening to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, including music. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This This is the beat. beat. All right. You like Axl Rose? You know, sure. Me too. I mean, not so much him as his music. Yeah. But apparently, he is going to star as an animated version of himself on a new episode of Scooby-Doo and Guess Who? Are you familiar with this show? I am not, no. So, I guess they always have, like, mystery guests. Hmm. And so, they're... So, Fred, Velma, Daphne, Shaggy, and Scooby... They take a road trip down historic Route 66 when they encounter a mysterious group of mud men who steal the mystery machine. Oh, no. While stranded in the desert, they check out an abandoned diner to see if they have Wi-Fi when they discover Axel. Here's a clip. Come on, Freddy. Let's see if they have Wi-Fi inside. What's up, mystery gang? I was starting to think you guys were a no-show. Jinkies! Singer, songwriter, musician, and total rock god, Axel Rose. <laughs> Axel, what brings you to a diner on Route 66? Are you on tour? Why, no, Daph. Axel's the friend that Scoob and I came here to meet. Hi, Axel Rose. Hey, how you doing, my brothers? The Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses is friends with Shaggy and Scooby. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I, I have mean, a lot. Sounds fun. First of all, I didn't like Scooby's laugh there at the end at all. That is a new updated laugh. Oh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I did not like that thing that I heard. Also, was it Axel's people that said, "Hey, listen, he'll do it. One stipulation: you have to reiterate at least three times in a very short period of time who he is <laughs> and why it's important that he's on the show." I think they're just doing it for fun for the adults. Right? This airs on uh, Boomerang, by the way, and this is for tomorrow's episode. Oh, nice. Which will be on at 8 o'clock. Oh, just like when WandaVision drops, when uh, Scooby drops, man, a new app, I'm all <laughs> turned and checking Twitter. Uh, all right. Well, if you're a fan of Guns N' Roses, right? He's a Guns N' Roses guy, right? He's a Guns N' Roses yeah. guy. Yeah, definitely. Uh, check that out. Favorite um, Guns N' Roses song? Uh, go. I, I'm gonna have to go with um 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 the one um about the every rose has its thorn. Oh, 
No. You meant uh, how sweet about child home of mine. Sweet, yep. And I like home sweet home. Is that him? I don't know. Is that I, Rob? Did Guns N' Roses come out with home sweet home? Who's home sweet home? Yeah. Really? Home on my way. No, that's Motley oh. Crue. Oh, yeah. On my way. Home sweet home. Nailed it. Oh, my God. Are they here? Yeah, those are some good tunes. Yeah, I do like some 80s 80s rock. You know, throw that on on a summer Saturday. Yes. Smoker going. Totally. Cracking a beer. Hitting the road on your in your Camaro. Mm. <laughs> You'd look good in an old muscle car. You do drive the wrong vehicle for you. You should be in an old I should. And and I don't and, and like a cool, a classic old Camaro, yeah, Firebird. or Mustang, Mustang, sure. Yeah, Do you like know, the I almost 70s. I, 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 I felt a brief temptation to buy a Corvette a couple of years ago. A couple of years ago, just well, hear me out. I was at this, it was used, it was used, it was sixteen thousand dollars, but it was this beautiful champagne colored uh Corvette. And it was at this spot in oh, I can't remember the city. We were doing a Twin Cities Live in Your Town shoot, and it was this classic car shop where they they sell all sorts of unbelievable classics any car that you turn like on the road it passes you and you're like whoa look at that is found at this car shop gosh darn it if i can't remember it but they had this corvette and i thought 16 grand that's it's tough to buy anything any vehicle less than 20 grand and it was in killer condition but i think it was a stick shift and that's a real (laughs) non-starter for me I don't I'll know. If I prices. saw you in a in Donna. a Corvette, I'd be like, "Get back in your minivan right now!" <laughs> and then I would. I'd sink my head, get out slowly, and say, "I couldn't drive it anyway. Just stick shift." Oh man! Oh god! Fun times. Uh, Tina Turner. There's a documentary uh, coming out on her. This looks really good too. Um, so it includes some. Um, interviews with her and it's going to be on HBO and in this little bit of a trailer teaser she recalls losing her mother when she was very young um you want to hear a little yeah please okay here we go this interview you want take one my mother she used to sit in the window of the kitchen when she was making dinner on Sundays I used to just watch her I thought she was so pretty One day she wasn't in that window. She was never in it again. Oh, gosh. I wanted her to come for me. And I waited. She never did. And it's all right. You know why? I'm a girl from a cotton field. I put myself above the destruction and the mistakes. And I'm here for you. It's called Tina, and it comes to HBO on March 27th. That sounds great. She had such a, such a tragic, you know, story. You know, she married that Ike Turner. He turned out to be a bad guy. 
Mm-hmm. Have you seen the movie What's Love Got to Do With It? Angela Bassett plays her. No. Rob, have you seen it? Mm-mm. Ah, oh, guys, so good. Look, if me and so Rob good. decide to see it, first of all, we'll see it together. And then we'll <laughs> let you know. I did meet Tina Turner. Ooh. What? Name drop. Whoa, hang on, Bam. hang on. Oh, sorry. All back, right, tell us everything. Back in the day, it was uh, before one of her concerts at Lake Placid, where the U.S. won the gold medal yes. uh, a few years before. And uh, I was working at a radio station in my home state of Vermont at the time. So this was like uh, maybe a three-hour drive okay. west. And one of the things I remember about meeting her was that she, when I shook her hand, she held her thumb, her like her thumb covered the palm of her hand. Oh, so like, weird. Oh. Instead of put, wrapping it around your hand, she just kept it. <laughs> and I don't know if that's, that's a, peculiar. somebody said once it was a Buddhist thing. Oh. I don't know. Oh. Interesting. But, um, anyway, it was uh, that delightful had to, have, to meet her. That had to have sort of set off whatever. I, I don't know what interaction follows after someone gives you a thumb palm handshake. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but I'm sure it was meant to assert her dominion in that interaction. I think so. What year? Oh, gosh. 80s. Okay, so she was like having oh. her like rebirth, yeah. you know, doing. Oh, man, she's just. She was really hot in the 80s. Yeah. Like, really hot. By the way, that movie, Lawrence Fishburne, like, you have never seen him before. He plays Ike Turner, a oh, very, very bad man. And um, I saw her at Live Aid when uh, Mick Jagger ripped her skirt off. Remember oh that? Yes. In Philadelphia. Wow. Yes. In the day. <laughs> Were you in Philadelphia? Yes, I was oh. at the show. Wow, Rob. Rob, you've got stories say, to tell. I do. I, um, <laughs> some I can share on the show. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Many I cannot. <laughs> Wow, I, I would just cool. say this: if you wanna, if you're feeling the Tina Turner vibes now, download the remix of uh, "What's Love Got to Do with It" with Kygo that came out mid midway through 2020. Great! Wow, she, I mean, she's in her 80s, isn't she? Like 85 or something? Yeah. Well, I don't it. know if she laid down new vocals for it or not. I think she did, but oh mercy, it sounds good. Okay. All uh, right. Good to know. Um, okay. <laughs> I just found something. You did? Uh, on Twitter. Okay. We were talking about baby hippos earlier and all sorts of stuff. Um, I just found something on Twitter. There is a sheep that is trending on Twitter. Donna, don't look yet. I won't. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll link it up for you, but if you're near your computer right now and you want to go to Twitter, you can find it. It is this this sheep. Talk about stories to tell. Wow. Okay. Tell you what makes a sheep trend in uh, 2021 okay. when we return on Donna and Steve. Hey, Steve. Hey, Donna. I'm wearing underwear. That is mandated by the company. Happy to hear it. I am, too. What kind of underwear are you wearing now that we're on the topic? Okay, thank you for asking. I'm actually wearing men's underwear. They're chill boys. I love these. I love these. They're the bamboo boxer briefs. Yes, they're for men, but women love them, too. And because I'm wearing baggy pants today, I'm like, oh, I feel so cool and soft. I know. Somewhat ladylike while wearing men's Whoa. underwear. What a date is. Here's the key. The key is bamboo. And I have to tell you that, fellas, maybe you've done this too. You've tried other underwear. I've tried underwear from other companies that claim to be king when it comes to comfort. Not even close. I'm telling you, these are legitimately the most comfortable pair of underwear that have ever adorned my trunks that are my thighs. They feel good. The waistband doesn't curl over in defeat midway through Mm. the day it's comfortable from beginning to end you have to try them on once you do you will be a believer more info you can find it at chillboys.com chillboys comfort where it counts hey good morning 
Donna and Steve at your service on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. All right. Something is trending on Twitter that Steve wants us all to know about. There is a sheep that is trending on Twitter. Okay. Donna, click on that link. I don't want to. You have to. All right. Holy what? There, what? <laughs> there is a wild sheep, what which has now been named a rock. Poor thing. Rescued in Australia, shorn of 35-kilogram fleece. Oh. How much is 35 kilograms? It's fleece weighed 77 pounds. Oh, poor thing. It was a wild sheep that, according to uh, Reuters, obviously it was ailing, had nearly half the weight of an adult kangaroo on its body. It was then rescued and shorn for the first time in many a year. The sheep was found by a member of the public who contacted the Edgar's Mission Farm Sanctuary near Lancefield, Victoria, about 60 kilometers north of Melbourne, according to Mission's Hmm. Kyle Bernard. It would appear that Barak, I like that they're doing the Barak thing, was once an owned sheep. He had at one time been ear-tagged. However, those appear to have been torn out by the thick matted fleece around his face. Sheep need to be shorn at least annually, otherwise the fleece continues to grow and grow, as happened here, they say. Whilst his hooves were in great condition from running over the rocks in the forest... Okay, that's good. He was in a bit of a bad way. He was underweight, believe it or not, and due to all of the wool around his face, he could barely see. Barack is now settling. Barack is now settling with other rescued sheep at Edgar's Mission. Um, and they added that it all goes to show what incredibly resilient and brave animals sheep really are. And we could not love them anymore if we tried. Describe the picture that is now trending on Twitter. I, I, I don't know how. He looks like he's wearing a giant, ratty old coat. All right, how about giant, this? Giant, like puffy coat. like the yeah. And has blankets on top of the coat. Imagine <laughs> if you cleaned out your lint filter... <laughs> and then, years later, that lint filter is now on my 600-pound life. Oh, yes. That's what it looks like. I already linked this up for everyone. Oh, you can go to our word. website and see it there. Okay, I have so many questions. Ask away. They're animal-related questions, so I know you're not going to be able to answer them, but I'm going to say them out loud. Wonderful. Does this happen to all wild sheep? <sighs> How how do they normally get that off? And how do like horses and and ponies and whatnot? How do they keep their hooves from growing and curling up? Thank you. I'll hang up and listen. The, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for the call. Uh, do hooves continue to grow? Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Well, if you follow, what is the name of that Facebook follow uh, about animals? Um, oh, I can't think of it right now. Um they have like these feel good animal stories and I saw a pony like a, a little, I think it was a miniature horse of some sort whose hooves had grown into like curly cues and it couldn't walk. Hmm. Oh, it's coming to me. And so they had to saw them off. So I'm just curious how this all works. The average hoof is three to four inches in length and the horse grows a new hoof every year. Rapidly growing hooves are considered to be higher quality and easier to keep properly trimmed and shod. Now this is just for horses. But so you're suggesting do wild horses by the end of their lives look as though they're walking on stilts? Yes. Uh, No, but it looks like they're walking on like like a curly cue. Okay. Yeah, we've seen this in like the Guinness. And it's called the dodo, by the way. The dodo. Is, what yeah. is called the dodo? The um the Facebook follow that oh that has like really feel good animal stories. Don McLean told me about it. Horse with long hooves is now oh <laughs> oh my gosh they do oh my word it looks like they're wearing Russian shoes yeah okay there you go. oh my god <laughs> like wooden yeah it's most unfortunate so but there's wild horses how do they keep do they just you know, kind of rub them on on rocks. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe they're walking around so much. Okay. Because um, there are wild horses that don't have those issues. Right. Just like not every wild sheep in Australia has 75. But how do they, how do they not? I don't know. Because is there a, how do they not? I don't know. They like, can't are rams, shave each other. Are rams sheep? Standby. I love this game. This is the most our fun Rams game for us, and our <laughs> our uh, boss hates it more than anything, and she'll probably yell at us. Because when when I was in South Dakota, I went to visit a cemetery where all these famous you know people Rams died, oh. and there was a, just a random ram with the curly mm. you know horns just walking by. I'm like, um, um, there's a wild ram, yeah, right next to us. Rams are male bighorn sheep. Animals that live in mountains and often settle arguments with fights that include ramming their heads into others. Not to be confused with mountain goats. Rams can be identified by their long, curved horns, long fur, and split hooves. You've seen the creepy people who grow their nails out for Guinness World Records? Yes. And have to carry them around in a bag? (laughs) Have you seen this? Sort of, yes. Just look up world's longest fingernails. I don't want to, because it's going to be a dude, first of all. (laughs) (laughs) World's longest... It's going to be that guy in India. Oh, Lord, she looks like a spider. This is... Okay, that's nasty. That's what happens to the horses. And that's why you can't just get together over Zoom. How do you type? Or put your contacts in? You're probably a nose (laughs) nose. Pecking at that point? I'm so How do you disgusted. put your contacts in? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be on in a minute. They he said four years in. ago. 
daughter, how do you do anything? How does one... I'm looking at a woman who has it on both hands. Because there's, there's another gentleman who said, screw it, I'm doing one hand, and the other hand is going to be my utility hand. Oh, geez. But there's a woman who has two hands like that. Think of the things that you would have difficulty doing if you had two foot long nails coming off of each of your nails. I, I don't want to. Think Why of do you the make things. me do these things? Oh, look at these. Look at these people <laughs> who are just flossing them, showing like, yeah, them come off. Come on, get a job. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, where do you hire these people? Hey, we're looking for a typist. <laughs> the person raises their hand. <laughs> their nails are still on the ground, but their hand is raised. I am interested in this item. <laughs> they go to set it up ergonomically correct, his workstation. Could you put the keyboard further away, please? Further. <laughs> like in the parking lot. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, anyway, the sheep is okay. Uh, what sheep? Uh, <laughs> hey, I finished Flight Attendant. Oh, I want to hear more about this. I finished Flight Attendant, which Kaylee Cuoco is getting tons of love for. Also, if you're a fan of The Great Gatsby, an interesting new iteration of it coming your way. I'll tell you about it next on Don and Steve on My Talk. Boy, Steve is on a tear when it comes to TV these days. Yeah, I'm going to hit the brakes soon. Have I met a quota? Or do they just keep issuing new quotas? New quotas. Dang it. <laughs> well, I watched the flight attendant because I wanted to be in the conversation. This is with Kaylee Cuoco. Cuoco. She had Big Bang Theory. And everybody's loving her. She's getting all sorts of awards recognition for the flight attendant, which is a murder mystery within the first few minutes. It sets the tone for a murder mystery. Draped in dark comedy. Yes. Um, I, I'll say this. It ended, season one, ended with an interesting twist. Final yes. couple of episodes ramp up where you're getting some good reveals. I I thought it was a little... Over the just top? Just a little... No, no. I didn't mind. I mean, they were doing some interesting things, t- experimenting with style and stuff like that i thought all that was that was cool it never hit me the same way that dead to me did yeah and and i don't mean i agree comedy although yes but i mean wanting to see more and dead to me ended the majority of episodes with a oh well how are they gonna get out of this whereas this was a little bit more of a slow burn i thought that the performances across the board were really great there's some fun reveals the deeper you go into the season they do hit you with a little bit of a plot twist or maybe a lot of bit of a plot twist toward the end um and that's cool and then they start to kind of layer in another storyline that seems like it's setting you up for season two and a different angle that it could go um so i'm gonna put it down i'm gonna give it an official Three out of five Gary's. Three scary Gary's. <laughs> that works. That's fine. Because it was a scary show, right? It murder. 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 Yeah, I just, I really enjoyed watching her in the same way I really enjoyed watching Christina Applegate in Dead to Me. Sure. Just to see a little something different. 
from these actor actor actors. (laughs) I couldn't commit to actress, so then I wanted to go to actor. Wasn't there a time a few years ago when we were supposed to stop using actress, and it was best female actor, best male actor? Yeah, I think they're all actors. I think, but the more specific way of saying it, specific. like comedian. Mm. <laughs> hey guys, let's go around the dinner table. Who's everyone's favorite comedian? I'll start. Paula Poundstone. <laughs> Roseanne. <laughs> anyway, uh, um, okay. I'm glad you enjoyed that. It was, it was cool. I'll watch season two. You will if, if they, in fact, give it a season two. I'm I think assuming it they did. will. I think it already has been greenlit. And, and and Kaylee Cuoco, I find her really enjoyable to watch. She she was good. She was dramatic at times. She was also at times dramatic, at times comedic, and at other times just her, a stressed out person in an incredibly stressful scenario, and she played that well. She did. It she was, really did. It She's a cool. good crier. It was also good to see T.R. Knight again. Yes, I agree. He of Grey's Anatomy fame way back in the day, and he plays Kaylee Cuoco's brother yep. in this, and so uh, so that was cool. And yeah, there were some, yeah, some fun little twists of characters the longer yeah. you went on. So you go Kowoko. I oh let me say it again. Kaylee Kuoko. Okay. I just say Kuoko. You say Kuoko. Like Cuomo. Cuomo. How do you say Cuomo? I would say Governor Cuomo. Wait, hang on. <laughs> You're go. almost going Kowo. Cuomo. Kowomo. Kowomo. This is fun. Um hey. I'm gonna tell you something else. Okay. <laughs> Why were we talking about The Great Gatsby recently? Because it's going to be a new movie. But it's going to be an animated movie. I just heard that. I was just talking to my sister on the phone about this, and she's like, you have to go back and watch the, um, the is it Leo? DiCaprio? Leo, 2013. Yeah, she's like, you have to go watch that, because I read the book. And I'm like, yes. yeah, the book was okay. but I, And then I said, I hear there's a new one coming out. And did she say... I heard it's animated. She did not. Well, this is really interesting. Uh, They say Gatsby continues to, uh, this on Variety.com today, Gatsby continues to cast a powerful spell over readers, unlike any other book in American letters. Much of the power of Gatsby comes from the enchantment of F. Scott Fitzgerald's prose. He created a vivid dreamscape to some degree that has eluded filmmakers since the silent era. There have been multiple iterations of The Great Gatsby. The previous film versions were constrained by live action, but innovative animation could finally realize the elusive quality of the novel. Hmm. And she went on to uh, add that we are in the perfect time for an animated Great Gatsby. Viewers of all ages are embracing animation as another way to experience different stories. Um, So now we will get a... I bet it'll be like a PG, maybe even a PG-13 I'm picturing animated. a Disney. Hmm. Possibly. Hmm. I was looking through, and I'm not seeing where it's landing or who is in on it. It's made I by thought I called... heard Julia Roberts for some reason. Um, but, I, but I don't know if this will become a Disney property, a Netflix property. I don't know if it, that's been sold yet. D-N-E-G Animation is the company that is doing it, so not Disney. Okay, I want to know who's in it, and well, are they are the people going to look real? Yeah, yeah, it looks that way. I don't know. I'm intrigued though. I'm intrigued as well. 
I think I want to watch the other one. I, well, I don't want to watch. Just, I don't want to have read the book and then watch two movies after that. You might like the Leo one. You know, Leo, he's great. He's great. Yeah. Carrie Mulligan is in it as well oh, um, from like A Promising Young Woman. We yep. were talking about earlier, and she's in this. She's lovely. Uh, Boz Lerman, I believe, is uh, the director of it. And it's got that. Oh, come on. I got yeah. that. Summer, summer. Lana Del Rey oh, has a okay. song in it. Not Summertime Sadness. Well, and the animation company is behind the effects of Christopher Nolan's uh, Tenet. <laughs> That's did you neat. say Nolan? I did. I almost watched Dunkirk last night. Have you not seen it? I've not. It's pretty good. But it was 10 o'clock. And I was like, I'm not going to, what am I doing? Like, I yeah, you need to go to bed. Right now. You need to go to well, bed. Well, no, then I watch yeah, out. I don't care. Bring it in. <laughs> what do we have? Is it a compliment? Yes, Queen. It's from Janet. Where is Janet? From another planet. Uh, subject, meet the chimps. Thank you. Says Janet, for recommending Meet the Chimps. I would not have found it on my own. My husband and I absolutely love the show. We're sad that there are no more episodes. We would watch it every night to help get our fix. We watched the Chimpanzee documentary last night. Loved that, too. Keep the recommendations coming. Got a real monkey lover on our hands. Yep. Janet, next up for you, Cobra Kai. Yeah, Janet. A lot of crossover, actually, in the Meet the Chimps storyline <laughs> and Cobra Kai. A little bit. I mean, Meet the Chimps is really more like Real Housewives. Yeah. There's a lot of That's what you say. drama going on. There's a lot of lashing out and then forgiving and forgetting. And then, you know, people talking behind other people's backs. They're turning on one another. Good stuff. Meet the Chimps on... Where did I find that? That's on Disney+. Plus. Disney+. Plus. Yes, indeed. Thank you, Steve. You got it, buddy. <sighs> now what would you like to talk about? Oh, gosh. Whatever you're comfortable talking about. All right. About. Ashley Judd. Okay. Ashley Judd's Insta, as the kids call it. That sounded good. Um, wow. She's got a long road ahead of her. She put out this long um, post just and and there's video of her showing her um, progress that she's making and learning how to walk again. Mm. I have to tell you, it's bringing back some memories for this old girl because oh. she's she's not in traction, but she does have that traction thing that you need to pull yourself up with. Sure. Do you yeah, know what I'm yeah. talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Um. But, man, she's using a walker to try to put some pressure on her legs. She's in this hospital. I don't know where she is again. In one of those African um, yes, where was places it? that I oh. have a problem pronouncing. <laughs> I wish you would. <laughs> I don't want to. Come on. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. There's a picture of her dad holding her foot. Because they probably ask her to put pressure, you know. He's holding her foot while she's laying in bed. And then I remember doing that, too, just pushing pressure onto their hands. If, in case you don't know, Ashley Judd, the actress or actor, mm. um, was doing some... She was just doing some volunteer work in South Africa. I think she's in Johannesburg right now. 
and she tripped over a fallen tree in the dark and her broke her leg very, very badly and had to be carried out five hours and she had to go through surgery. It was just this whole big mess. It's very sad. Hope she's hope she's able to fully recover because that was a scenario, man. That, Five hours or something like to get to the hospital, bumpy terrain, holding yes. your broken leg. I mean, holy Hannah. You could probably relate to this. She said, my beloved dad, who had gotten the text that no parent ever wants, mm. emergency, can't answer questions, please come now. Oh, Lord. So he had to fly to South Africa. He had been vaccinated, uh, thankfully. And she said that he's been her rock and her companion. That's great. And helped her, you know, listening to the doctor's advice and all of that stuff. So I thank you for your time. (laughs) (laughs) That felt nice. Thank you for saying that. (laughs) You're welcome. Hey, Uh, the uh, Return of the Millennial X Games, that happened a couple of weeks ago. And um, we're going to have Rocco come in since he comes up with the questions for us now. Uh, we're going to have him come in at 11.30 and facilitate that. Well, wonderful. I'm we're looking tied. forward to it. It's tied one-to-one. There was some controversy last week. We got it all situated. The official score is one-to-one. So that comes up today at 11.30. When we come back, Donna's got a story about Chrissy Teigen. Everybody loves Chrissy Teigen. Well, <laughs> she was able to pull off something really great, which was she got the President of the United States to follow her. That's an accomplishment for anybody. Uh-huh. And then she got him to unfollow her. We'll explain the story behind it and how she reacted to getting unfollowed when we come back on Donna and Steve on My Talk. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. You like Chrissy Teigen? She's very entertaining. Yeah. You didn't answer the question, Steve. Um, I assume that that's your answer. I do like her. Yeah, she's cute. She's cute. Hmm. She's cute. Okay, so here's the deal. Chrissy Teigen um, had her Twitter dreams come true when she got a follow from President Joe Biden. Mm. And now she's asking him to unfollow. Well, she did ask him, and he did. But here's the deal. She pleaded with him to follow her. Then she was like, oh, my God, so great. And then she said, okay, here's the sitch. She said, can you please unfollow me because I am not able to be my authentic self knowing that you can read my stuff. Yeah. So he unfollowed and then she immediately replied with, bleep, 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 I'm free. (laughs) So, lots of swear words. Yeah, yeah, she really let it drop. But things mm-hmm. she would not be saying in front of a commander-in-chief. Right. Is it com- It's commander-in-chief, right? Not and-chief. Rob? <sighs> commander-in-chief of the Armed Forces of the United States of America, sir! Ho, ho, yeah. ho, ho, ho! Wow, wow that's great. <laughs> Shoot, man. It's commander-in-chief. That sounds weird. I would have... The in is weird. Yeah. I would have I would have gone look Commander I didn't and have a chief. Yeah. Had I had a powdered wig mm-hmm. and been present at the table. I would have said, <laughs> let's make it commander and chief. What would yeah. your walkout song be? You know how the president always comes out to Oh, it'd totally be bah, Kid bah, Rock. Bah, 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 bah. No, wait, wait. Is that no wait. 
What is the president come out to? Is that the one that he comes out to? I don't know. Why is this show full of questions? Because that's how your doctor said we want to make sure you continue to learn. <laughs> or no, that's, yeah, it's just fun to learn. Okay, song oh, does. Oh, jeez, here it goes. Here <laughs> president, it goes. let's get a bug me. Hey. Walk out to. Well, you're looking at that. Hail to the chief. Hail to the chief. Why do we have to go chief and commander? That's a little redundant. Um. All right. I want to tell you who the highest paid player in the NFL probably is. Okay. It's not Tom Brady? I don't think no, so. I don't think so. I don't think it's Patrick Mahomes or Russell Not you. I would think Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, right. Ben Roethlisberger. Okay. <laughs> The answer might just be Carolina Panthers offensive tackle, Russell Okung. All right, let's get to it. We were wrong. Mm, We were wrong. We were wrong. All right, I accept that. Anyway, it's all because of Bitcoin. Oh, he took his salary in Bitcoin? Well, he asked for his salary to be paid half in Bitcoin, but the NFL was like, yeah, no. (laughs) He makes $13 million. um, So he took matters into his own hands and he converted 50% of his checks into Bitcoin the minute they hit the bank. So as you know, Bitcoin has been up been down over the years but yes. when he decided to do it one bitcoin was down around twenty seven thousand dollars okay now it's worth more than 50 it's at 49667 as we stand this very second so that could make him one of the highest paid players in the nfl he's not going to cash it out he's going to hold just like he did when the price uh you know was down in 2018 but yeah. i was talking to a family member recently who told me that one of his good friends spent $5,000 on Bitcoin mm-hmm. um, back when it wasn't really worth anything and it made him a millionaire. Wow. So it paid off and he was like, well, if I, I just want my $5,000 so I could always take my $5,000 out as long sure. as it doesn't yep. go below five grand. Yeah, absolutely. But he ended up making a million dollars. Wow. I want is... to understand more about Bitcoin. I'm looking at my cryptocurrency that I uh, have. What kind is yours? Thanks for asking. Mm-hmm. Mine is, um, it's called Request Network, R-E-Q. Okay. When I bought in REQ, it was at 32 cents. And I was telling my brothers, listen, man, I'm getting in on this. Next Christmas, when you see me, you'll know me by my minks and my helicopter. Fake furs, by the way. Of course. And within, oh, goodness, about a week or so, it went up to like a dollar. 20 or something like okay. that. No, but per share. So okay. my money had tripled. Okay. So then I went up and I was now my $500 that I put in was up to, I think, $1,800. And I was like, look, I'm just sitting back. Then she plummeted. Yeah. And went down to south of a penny. So, which south means that of my $500 <laughs> was worth 
like a dollar. I just want you to know that right now, I think, just checking on it, that $500 that I put in three years ago is now worth about $170. Okay, so it's coming back. It's coming back. That's great. Buy and hold. What if if it goes down below a penny? Does that still count as... Yeah. It would have been a great time to buy in. You buy in when it's a penny? How incredible is that? Because then when it goes up to nine cents, which it is right now, you could have gotten in uh, in October. It was a penny. And now it's nine cents, which means every that's that would be like when GameStop right. went up. Right. That's, that's going from because one penny to worth so... 10 cents. Right. That would be like Bitcoin going from 50,000 to 500,000. Right. That's so right. you need to buy a lot of it. Like you would want to buy a thousand dollars worth of it when it's yes. If you really wanted to play some, some of these financial bloggers say, look, have a really good system and then have a little bit of moonshot money on the side, just a little bit, so that if it hit, it would hit big. You put it on, but and if you lose it, you're okay. Looking at your overall financial picture of losing that five hundred dollars or two thousand dollars, but you know have a really good sound structure overall, and then maybe have a little moonshot money on the side. Moonshot. Now, I will bring you this bit of sound that I just found on Instagram of Donna and Steve from three years ago. Oh, God. This was during a commercial break. The caption read, she's just as weird as me, and there are no intelligible words said between the two of us. Here it is. That was me and you, Donna. Why were we doing you were eat, that? You were housing a donut, too. I was? They used to bring us donuts. Oh, every Wednesday for the meeting we were never invited, invited to. Invited to, yes. Yeah. There would be leftover bagels. Bagel. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> Did Hannah post that? No, I posted that. Okay, great. I just found it in the recesses. Let's hear it one more time. That's both of us. The noise you made, you're like, we don't have a You! That's you. You're my best friend. I do work with you. Hey, Oprah might have to do some reshoots on that royal interview with Harry and Meghan because they're not so royal anymore. We'll explain next.